podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. My loves, hope you well. This is episode twenty six. Hello, may I say as well? Thank you ever so much. My inane bleating has paid off, and I've had some reviews. I don't like to brag. I've had two bloody reviews, so thank you ever so much to those of you that have reviewed. Nuno Gomez and Comedy Colin. You make us happy. Five star. Oh, it's six stars. Wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five. No, it's not. It's five. I've just seen. I'm not even double. I'm just seeing one sixth extra. So, well, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I know it's simply because I've gone on to buy it so much. No, Harry, it's because they like it. They seem very happy with it. And, but please do not rest, because there's dust too. I would like more. I'd love more. So, those of you who haven't, that was a real bumbled sentence, merged. Those of you that haven't, I'd love it if you did. I'd love it so much. So, I'll stop talking about it now, but thanks ever so much. I don't know if it is that, Colin, but a Colin that I do know that is in comedy. I've just noticed on Instagram, he said that... So basically, he did a job that he hated, and they were fucking vile to him, right? And when he left, after they made his life misery, they accidentally paid him £125 too much, and he's made a joke out of it or something online. And some app absolute cunt i'm sorry but this makes you a cunt right some absolute cunt has then seen that and told the boss and then ever since they've hounded him to pay this money back and he's like no way jose quite rightly so who on earth is doing that so weasley i hate a snitch i hate a snitch so much maybe this made me a bad teacher but whenever i was teaching and a kid snitched on another snitch, another kid. Unless they were doing something awful, I'd be like, no, no one likes a snitch, stop snitching. I would be angry at the snitch. Honestly, maybe that's not right, but I just hate it. Mind your own business. Although, in fact, one time, I think, where I should have paid the snitch less attention to the culprit was when this kid, Leonardo, he... Yeah, Leonardo. And he's... This will sound like I'm joking, but his brothers were the other turtles. The other names of the turtles. I know that sounds like I'm proper saying that for jokes. But, my God, where I taught the names of some of the kids. I even had a dappy. I had a bloody dappy. Na, na, na. I did. Yeah. But anyway, Leonardo, he... I turned my back for a bloody second. and Then I turned back. And he'd empty the fire extinguisher on all the children. There's just these... I mean, they weren't very old. Just these, like, five-year-olds just completely covered in foam. 
And you can even tell he was oh, they were covered, absolutely covered. It's quite funny actually. But not so funny because you've got to be you know, you can't really get the fire extinguisher stuff in kids' eyes. That's a Another one, in fact, I went to this uh, extreme sports festival in Newquay and they'd given out all these extreme sports stickers and my friend's brother, who's four at the time, he goes, will you, put, will you stick them on me? Of course I'm going to listen. I'm, a, I'm every child's friend, do you know what I mean? So I was sticking these stickers on him. As a lovely day, left. And then that evening, I've messaged my friends. That's where her and her brother got home safe, if if they had a lovely time. And she goes, Harry, we're in the hospital. I said, oh, bloody hell, why are you in the hospital? Bloody industrial strength stickers I'd stuck to him. Took half his bloody skin off. So they had to go to the hospital, have them removed. Bloody nightmare. So, yeah, what an idiot. But, oh, I'll tell you this. So, speaking of snitching as well, I had this... Um, in Edinburgh. I don't think I mentioned this actually. I think I mentioned it briefly on my Facebook page. It, at the Edinburgh Fringe you have, I mean I might be missing somehow, but on the whole you have the free fringe. Well no, it's this or the other. You have the free fringe, no, you have free fringe, pay what you want. It's That sort of comes under that umbrella as well. And then you have the paid fringe, right? There's a few different sort of companies within all this that, that do these. And, and the ethos that goes behind the free fringe is, on the whole, you have e- no, no, not even on the whole. You do. You have you have everyone's backs. And I was in the exact same room as the one I was in the year before. And I think you don't realise how lucky you are when when you've got good people around you. Don't realise how yeah, well, how lucky you are, and and you don't take it for granted. So. The year before, I had such brilliant people at similar times around me, which made it a great experience. I think there's other factors this year, like I think it wasn't quite as busy at first, and that yeah, there wasn't as much footfall around my venue as there was the year before. But anyway, but whenever people come in, you never poach like other people's audiences and that you. You know, even though, obviously, you'd rather they come in your show. Although, I, one day, there was a group of ladies on a... Yeah, they were on a Hindu. They, they were elderly. And, ah, oh, that's just what they were talking about. They were coming into my room, but going on about how oh, they didn't want to concentrate for a long amount of time with just one person. It's like, well, you don't... I don't want you in here, because... So then I was like, oh, I think you might want this, so I directed them away. Anyway... On the whole, everyone wants the audiences. So just because you want the audience or you're not getting great numbers doesn't mean you then have the right to steal other people's. So this this fucking girl, right? Ugh. You shouldn't judge, but she's fucking... From bloody money. Think, you know, add everything under to her. Well, then I think, well, if that's the case, why is she not doing a paid venue? Well, I guess she's earning her stripes... So this girl was at the same time as me. The sourest face. Like everyone else, you get on well. Even if, do you know what I mean? Even if you don't, you don't get on with everyone. But you can have a chat with them and at least be polite. This girl, fucking attitude. Right, right from the start. Just, just constantly. Like as well, I'd 
wait at the top of the stairs of the venue and like people come in and be like, Oh, where, where, where what are you after? There's they'll be like, Oh, we're OTC comedy. It's like, well, there's six different things going on here. So so do you want me to tell you what's what? So I'd be like, right, so you've got a compilation show in this room, you've got this in that room, da 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 But this girl wouldn't do any of that. And then I'd be standing there for the people as they come in, this fucking girl would cut in front of me then, knowing that that's what I'm doing. And I'm not a cunt like her, so I'm not stealing like people. I'm just telling her, I'd even say her show, character comments, oh fuck it, yeah, her show, fucking character comments, I'd go, oh, you're looking for that one there. So there was no issue. Then she'd still cut in front and and try and do it first. And not even, and not even like, say anything to me, just be a cunt. So after days and days of her just being a dick, she, um... People going in her room, and they go, "Is this?" I heard, I heard this with my ears. Go, "Is this Sarah Dyer's show?" She goes, "Yeah, just in here, in her room." And I'm standing there, and I'm like, "Wait a fucking minute!" I'm bloody Harriet Dyer. That's not my show. Do you know what I mean? Unbelievable. And then, so I've put this on. Facebook, not who it was or whatever, just just that this fucking happens, bloody cunt. And then this guy's that runs a gig is like, oh well, I think is it this person? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna say. Do you know what I mean? And he goes, did you do it on purpose? And it's like, well, there's no way that that could not be on purpose. And he's on about pulling her from his gig because she's doing his gig in September. Well, it would have happened now. And I said, don't do that because. It's all, you know, Edinburgh's so stressful. I thought, she might be having a terrible time, blah, 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 don't do that. That's not the way to go about these things. Because that's snitchy, this is what I'm saying. That, to me, is snitchy on going behind her back. So I said, don't do that. And then the next day, fucking hell, she fucking did the same thing. And I was that tempted to get back in touch with him and go, do you know what, about that girl, fucking don't have her at your gig because she's a fucking cunt. But I didn't. And then... Tell you this, this really famous, I'm not going to say who, but this really famous comedian come in one day, the quite elderly guy, and my friend of mine goes, bloody hell, look who that is. I wonder what he's here to see. And I went, I bet he's here to see, uh, bet his family or something like that. Sure enough, fucking family. It's just... I know, I just think you could get away with you think you can get away with things, didn't you? If I just thought that is just that's the how the story ends. That's that's how this pans out, that that guy's her dad, that's how these things are. It's so disheartening. But then to be fair, she roiled everyone and even the guy that's in charge and sorts out the rooms and stuff, so with that attitude you see I was gonna say see how it gets you, but I think you bypass if you've got a famous I didn't tell you as well. I so I said I was going to tell you, and I didn't bloody tell you about my um my weekend last week in London doing filming. So being doing a taster for this sitcom. So I will keep you posted on that. I'll keep you posted when you can see it, if you can see it. I think there might be a screening. That would be good. Then I don't know that it's just for us. I don't know. Anyway, I'll let you know. So that was fun. I've loved doing acting. Really nice fun and then my double act well the person i did a lot of scenes with he's great so tez ilias it's ever so good check him out if you can and uh i don't know i just think we work well together no so there wasn't really that much to tell so harriet no
did some new stuff on Tuesday. Ah, oh, it was my favourite gig. I absolutely love it. I'm supposed to do 12 to 15 minutes. Did 18 minutes. At 15, I said, oh, i got to stop, but the compo went. I'd do a bit more because it was going well, and I loved it. I just love doing new stuff. If I could make a living doing new stuff, I'd absolutely be happy. Just, I'd just love it. I really would. I've got like an hour to do soon. Panicky. Anyway, so I'll tell you this. I've looked at. Be honest with you. Oh, the gig tomorrow. I just feel like shit. Just feel so sad. Comedy. I'm just struggling with it. Like new stuff the other day was fun. Cause there's no. Well, there's a bit of pressure with new stuff, but not loads of pressure. Just I don't know. I'm just at a come at a real crossroads. I'm telling my friend about it, like club circuit gigs. And he's like, well, the biggest and best that you can get on the club circuit. And he was like, well, I can go through your set with you and when when I see you. But like I said before, I don't know whether that's what I want to be doing. But then that's where the money is. And oh, it's just difficult. And I just am like, maybe I should try something else. My poor brain. My poor brain. No, oh, still having the nightmare. Barclays about to write to the Osmondman. What's it called? The Osmond. I'll tell you this. If anyone's Barclays are horrible, but then all are all banks horrible. You never hear anyone going. Do you know who's lovely? My bank. Oh, they're just great. They make me sandwiches, cut them into triangles, give me a glass of Sprite. We have a wild time. Love Sprite. It's the difference between Sprite and 7-Up. Nothing. Just a band, isn't it? I think that's it. Anyway, right, I'll tell you this. Sorry if it's a bit fragmented today. I don't feel good. But I just have to do this podcast because the moment I leave it, especially seeing as I've got reviews now, I cannot leave it. I've been watching films lately with with my boyfriend. I've been watching films because I quite like seeing him cry. So I've been watching films that my mum used to... My mum had great tasted films. Maybe not your cup of tea, but the films I watched with her, proper emotional ones, she'd always pick. And uh, so I said to my boyfriend, I was like, oh, let's watch these Let's watch these films. Oh, so one of them, I Am Sam. Bloody how he was weeping like a willow. He was weeping. That one, Freedom Writers. Brilliant. He's had a little weep at that one. Then which one did we watch? Then yesterday watched The Boy with Striped Pyjamas. And I had a bit of a cry at the end, but like a, more of a filling up the station, but not bawling like I was last time, which I was surprised about. Maybe because I fell asleep in the middle, but not because it was boring, just because I was a bit tired because I stayed at a friend's house after a gig the night before. And I was chatting, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up early, so didn't get a great amount of sleep. 
just rubbish if I don't get a good amount of sleep. Like a like a child. Watched uh, Spider Man Homecoming the other day. Thought it was not very good actually. But oh uh, the help. Totally forgot how good it was. My boyfriend had never seen it. So I was like Let's watch the help. The just the characters. The characters are so good in it. So good. Those those two the ladies that are two main parts. So what the woman called she she the one in hidden figures. Is it Viola? She's she's absolutely brilliant. The one who shit the one who shits in the pie. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, so my so my boyfriend was crying at that as well. I just totally forgot how good it was. It was brilliant. I was saying to my boyfriend, because mum used to like get us to what like when we were younger, like colour purple, rabbit proof fence, like the help. And my boyfriend was asking me about about it. My boyfriend's a black gentleman. And he was like, "Well, you like a certain type of film." It's like, well, I think it's really good that you know we grew up in Cornwall, which has as much culture as. Biffy just digested us. I don't even know what that means. And it just hasn't no ethnicity. It's like you have tur- like a Turkish man will work in a kebab shop, and uh, a, like an Indian man will work in the Indian restaurant in Cornwall, and that is it. And for some reason, you never see them anywhere other than the, well, that. Well, they must go out. Well, hopefully, hopefully they're not held captive. Captive by Cornish peoples. Pick, pick forks. Is that a word? Pick fork? Fork picks. Pickaxe. No. Anyway. So I'll always have, have my hat off to my mother that. Because she wasn't from Cornwall. She was. Well, she's from an equally small minded place, really. Doncaster in Yorkshire. So I love the fact that she sort of get us to watch films that. where we'd know what other people had to go through, other cultures and other ethnicities and that, what they were subject to and how hard it was. I think it's really important that that happens. There's been like these ghost sightings lately. Born at a school, like this, you know, the wet floor sign being flung across. And then this one, it's just obviously a coincidence, but because there's no such thing as a bubble ghost. But these people were taking a picture underwater and then there's literally like the figure, like a human shape of bubbles behind them. So it's obviously a coincidence that it looks like a person. But people are like, is this a bubble ghost? What the fuck is a bubble ghost? All the bubbles that have, that have died... It's avenging their death. Really crazy. This thing. I mean, I mean, whether these are a one-off or if these are things. So it's like this fish with a human's face. An Asian sheep's head rassi known as Kobu Day. And it's this fish that looks like it's got, it looks a bit like Elephant Man, but it's a fish. Got like a big head and teeth. Papa got teeth. Japanese pensioner like visitors visits every day. Like she, she's she was poorly, so he nursed her back to health. And then ever since, and this is like ten years ago. Fuck no, thirty years ago. Jesus, 
visits this. Oh, you've got to Google it. I like the reference as well in the article. It says, uh, the fish with an oddly human-looking face and a set of teeth that would make Ken Dodd jealous. I like the reference. Oh, and the guy has said, I guess she knows I saved her when she was badly injured. Smiles, Hiro Yuki. I'm proud of that and have an amazing sense of accomplishment in my heart. And then the article by the Bloody River have gone, now if you'll excuse us, we're going to go through our address book and call a few mates we've not spoken to in a while, tell them we love them and all that. Alright! Oh, and then this one, that's once we've got this piece of grit out of our eye and all on the Dave desk have suddenly gone vegetarian. Jesus, get the whip brigade out. I think there's a different writer. I mean, did you know? There's a place in Mexico where fish have been falling out of the sky due to the weather. I once saw loads of birds falling out of the sky in Yorkshire. I think that was due to pollution. I think I saw that. Sometimes I say stuff and I'm like, have you made that up? Quite possible. Another one. Uh, A marathon runner's penis slips out of his shorts as he reaches the end of the race. Just this guy with his dick flapping about. Oh, here's one. This is a good tip. McDonald's worker reveals why you should always ask staff for a receipt when ordering. So they, if you ask for a receipt, they'll think you're a mystery shopper, because that's what they do apparently, to get the money back. So they'll treat your food with extra care and you'll get fresher food. That's a good tip, isn't it? Especially late at night. Like if you go to McDonald's, because often being a comedian you go back at like, you go back, you don't live there. You go at about, I don't know, 11 or whatever, or sometimes 1, well, whatever time in the night. Yeah, and you often get just stale old muck. I got, and my boyfriend refused, he was like, I am not paying that. I paid like £8, £8 for a, for a meal in Burger King. That's so expensive. Like, if I went to a restaurant and paid £8 for a burger, I think that was, you know, even though that's that's how much it is these days, but... I think that's expensive. You shouldn't be able. You shouldn't have to spend eight pounds in fucking Burger King. Do you know what I mean? As well, last few times I've gone Burger King, my things have been like different temperatures. Like I, I once went Burger King, I had a frozen bap. God, there's this video where this guy at a wedding made a speech about his girlfriend. So I don't know why. Why was he? Oh, was that a dinner? What? Oh, so they're out having a dinner, gets the attention of the diners in a room, makes a speech about how much he's loved his girlfriend, but then drop... They think he's going to get engaged to her, but he just throws the ring down on a plate and then sticks his fingers up at her and walks off because she's been cheating. Fucking hell, one day I'll tell you all about fucking the people I know at the minute, the amount of cheating and betrayal and that is going on it's just 
I think once you go down a path of fucking people over and you just, you like, just jump, jumping over betrayal hurdles like nobody's business. It's just madness. I always just hope that if ever you're going to cheat and fuck people over, that you just tell them. It's just the least you can do. It just really annoys me, especially when, when people are found out before the person that they're with, that you then have the decency to tell them. But some people just don't. You know those people as well where you're like, do you believe your lies? You know, some people just, they lie and lie and lie, and then you're like, do you believe your lies? And it's part of me, obviously because mental health is so close to my heart, someone's making bad decisions and whatnot, you... And if they're making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision, you're like, maybe there's something wrong with your mental health. Maybe you need help. But then sometimes, because I know a guy recently that cheated on his girlfriend, treated her like a cunt, and then held his hands up and was like, I'm a sex addict. And it's like, as I talked to a friend about the other day, you don't get to say that and get away with it. Like, I think that's a lot of the time what celebrities do. I know Jordan recently, her husband did that, and I think Ashley Cole, you know, when he was just shagging everyone other than Cheryl. How you don't know these people personally, yeah. They don't get to do it. People have to accept that you've you've just betrayed and it's just horrible. And I don't know whether it's always been a thing but it was more in secret, or whether people just get sloppy these days. But so many people cheat. I think so many people are void of feelings. That's why you get so many people where it's like, well, if it was the other way around, you'd have something to say. Often it's in that these people are, like, really jealous and would accuse their partner, but then but they're, they're the ones doing something the whole time. Like, a friend of mine, her boyfriend did that. He was just all... And she was like... I mean, she was like a virgin before she met him. Like, she'd never done nothing wrong. Like, that was just so loyal and honest. And he was always accusing her. Checking her bin and stuff for condoms. What the fuck are you on about? And then he, of course, he was doing something. That's just people in the, the psychological trauma that follows. Fuck, I'm, I'm ranting. I just feel so strongly about it. Anyway, this has been episode 26. I had an idea for another podcast I think I'm going to do as well, so I'll let you know about that. And yeah, there's on my Facebook page, Harriet Dyer Comedy, if you like that, there's there's a big list of all the other things I'm on, like my Instagram, my Patreon, all of that, so get on all of that if, you, if you'd like to know anything else I do. So that's that, and if you haven't yet left a review... Could you do that? That would be great. And if you have, thank you! You're a credit to your family. This has been episode 26. All the best. Thank you. Good night. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download. Share. Tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.